0: All right. We've heard your feedback from way back when we were our planet, rated our planet, that we didn't start quick enough. The intro was too long. I was in Twitch brain. Now we're YouTube, so it's totally different, apparently. Uh, So we're starting. My countdown's seven seconds. I forgot that. So we're just rolling with it. Unfortunately, you all can actually log out now and just close your computers. I don't have a pun this week for wax. I have nothing. Um, it's been a, a frenzy evening over at my house. I know Jacob and I were talking, uh, what we'll say backstage, if you will, about kids, and both we, we both had a sick kid this past week. They're both fine. Um, my sick kid just lost her mind tonight. She was exhausted, and she like the her new thing is to climb on me like a monkey. Cool, great, climb on, Dad. But we're also super hippy dippy people who are like my body my choice kind of thing so if dad doesn't want you to climb on him you have to listen to him because if you don't want to hug you get that right too she chose not to listen kind of dropped her a little hard my wife oh, was God. like huh what was that uh but she just kind of hung out for a little bit but then she lost it even further so that was that then we chatted for a while and then uh now i'm here just did another thing but- before then i feel like a true influencer yes jacob
1: let's just make sure you're not too hippy-dippy like we're also the my body my choice thing right like that's you know that's good for for body image it's good for you know potential sexual predator type things there's a lot of benefits but you didn't go over the top in the my body my choice if you don't want to have your diaper changed you can sit and shit all day right no okay (laughs) (laughs) okay we're normal we're not we're not over the top
0: good and uh i'll cross streams briefly we do also bathe our children uh, not like Mila and Ashton. Uh, so <laughs> oh, we'll yeah. Know.
1: That was... Uh, oh, right. Because that, that was... Um, what was it? Stormcats.
0: That's right. Yeah. Right. They basically hit the hit the headlines for two things. We don't bathe our kids. And then we had a weird NFT project that kind of worked, but and it exists made on lot. YouTube what?
1: now. It sold out for like 0. 0.3 ETH each, each, right? That's like 2 million bucks for however much... I think I did the math at some point. They made like 2 million bucks just selling these NFTs.
0: That's right. Uh, Lou is asking, my body, my choice, am I on the right channel? Yes, you are, Lou. <laughs> um, we we are a broad-reaching channel. Um, Christopher Fisher, he's absolutely in the right spot for tonight. Waller will be oh, the yeah. number one tight end in fantasy this year. We will get to NFT draft talk. That's going to be the meat of our show, talking some hand-in-the-dirt NFTs, nerd stuff. It's going to be great.
1: But, um, I mean, we... again, as we talked about, I mean, I love how NFT draft really brings us back to our core. Because That's we right. started a fantasy football nerds, uh, you know, got introduced to Top Shot. Top Shot became Street Fighter, which became our planet. And now we've come full circle that we're still in the wax world, but we're back to fantasy football. So I love it. That's right. Um, so let's
0: briefly go back to our roots, unless you want to do more, you have more intro stuff before Lou kills us.
1: <laughs> no, uh, the only thing I want to say is maybe we should drop that, um, that Google form in the chat and just and- get people started on that going to be very simple. Just fill out, I think it's what Tom, it's your name, your wax address, Twitter handle, boom, you get an entry. Don't forget to smash the subscribe button, smash the like button, you know, got to smash everything these days, the floor, the like, the subscribe. Uh, It's right. You can't just click it. Can't just, just click that little button. You got to smash it. Uh, If your computer has not broken by the end of it, you haven't done it right. Uh, But, but yeah, so subscribe, uh, fill out the form that, Tom just posted here, and uh, and yeah, that's the only other intro thing I wanted. I wanted to get into before you can uh, take us from here.
0: So let, let's go back to our roots. Let's talk our planet real quick. Uh, Is it dead? I mean, I I wasn't <laughs> going to go that far that fast. I mean, if you're following my wham, I'm finally doing the the prudent thing two months ago and selling some stuff. Yeah. Um, so they. We had an invention. We had library. Uh,
1: I I invented library. I just didn't have the time or or aether to actually get anything out of it. Yeah, I posted for the record, Tom. You remember I posted in our Discord channel. Someone said, "Hey, someone tried what was it? Book three buildings, or no? It was it was bu- It was building in three books. Right after building was invented, and and it failed. And I said, "Well, did they also try two buildings, two books? No one got back to me." I went about my day, and that night, all of a sudden, boom, libraries invented, two buildings, two books. And I'm like, crap. It. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so you did invent it, but you didn't get the money. It's a tough right. scene. It is. Um, also, in our planet world, we had land upgrades. And so if you guys saw that green bar, the green uh, bar on the chart, that was land upgrades. Yeah. What happened right after that, Jacob?
1: Yeah, went right back to
0: <laughs> took a big dump um so our hypothesis we're, we're apparently dumb was land upgrades wait till land upgrades that's where people are going to dump their ether. we miscalculated um when we spent that time calculating how much <laughs> ether existed and will exist and there's just too much ether right now
1: uh, well and also there's too many minerals and nothing to do with it so yes we've got land upgrades But that sort of, and I think some of the the smarter guys than us, the sharper guys in in our planet realized this beforehand that not only is there too much aether that it's not all just gonna like disappear and get burned when people upgrade their lands because using the minerals is not existent yet. And people have been building up minerals upon minerals for, for months. And now what are we gonna do with land upgrades? We're not gonna spend our minerals. We're just gonna get more minerals. So it's, yeah. it's a it's a vicious cycle that's going to continue to, now we've got too much Aether. And yes, there's a little bit less Aether, but maybe not even because of people burned Aether or they've just been using FTs they already had in stock. So they haven't actually burned anything. And then on top of that, nobody's using the minerals yet. So people are just stockpiling minerals with nothing to do with it. So mineral prices are going down. And why would people be buying Aether to buy minerals when there's nothing to do with it?
0: Yeah, we're back in the same cycle, right, which was um, there's nowhere to put the money, which is the same thing before the land. So just the Aether just sat there until people bought things to make more Aether. So we are our planet could rise from the dead. I could see it. And it's when the robots exist and they start just chewing up Aether because at that point it will disappear. And that's what we really need. Um, But I don't know when that's going to happen.
1: I mean, I could see it being something similar to Axies. I mean, I was just watching. I I don't know anything about about Axies except for that it's, you know, something that the Filipinos apparently kept them alive during uh, COVID when the economy was shut down uh, because they were playing it way back then and making money. And we know about uh, uh, Sneaky Biz and his, uh, you know, his his helpful Axie lady. Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't know much about Axie until I watched this little video today about the a crypto stash you remember crypto stash yeah so it came up on uh, on youtube it was a suggestion it was a 10 minute long video i watched it in you know six uh saying you know his top three favorite play to earn games and uh, in there was gods unchained um and, and then Axies was a second and, and so watching it axes in axie infinity was basically it's a fighting game and it doesn't actually even look as cool like some the graphics are somewhat better than our planet but they're not cool robots. The robots don't, they, they're like these cute little like cloud kind of Pokemon type creatures. Um, and and apparently you battle with them and you get tokens for it. And that's how people make their money um, by buying and selling the axes, which are NFTs. And, and when you battle, you get tokens that are, you know tradable for upgrades and things like that. Uh, and so, you know, I, I can see our planet following in that, in those footsteps. So, I mean, it, it's not dead, but for right now, it's it's kind of you know on life support, and we need robots to uh, – we were all excited a couple weeks ago. Robots are coming, and then all we got was upgrades and, and too much supply of minerals, and Aether and nothing to do with them.
0: Robots probably are coming. I, oh, I'm sure they are. Early on, I asked, uh, hey, has our planet ever missed a development deadline? And the answer was no, and that's no. still true. Uh, and they have a lot of money to throw at dev resources and get this game made. So I think it could happen. I've changed from being an Omega bull to eh, let's get some money yeah. out. I'm I'm still in profit, thankfully, personally. Uh, I know uh, Lou, tough scene, uh, joined at the top. Same thing with you, Jeff. Um, you bought some land at the top as well. Maybe not the top, but up there. That's fine. I, did the I think the same it thing. could jump back a little
1: bit. I'm also tilting on trying to be sharp and buy land at the, you know, the right kind of land at the right price. And then I bought, I mean, I already had land and I made a lot of money flipping lands early on, like when it first came out and I got you know on the whitelist. But then I also bought some more at the top and and I've been paying dearly for it in uh lack of wax liquidity. Um, but I mean I really equate the, the whole thing is that you know, if you equate it back to like Top Shot before when we all started and we thought it was like the bottom, we were the early adopters, all the actual early adopters, the alpha testers and the, and the closed beta testers, they were all getting out, they were selling. And so this could be that that point where like, yeah, you know, things have gone south from, from its peak, but if we're cashing out, that doesn't mean that it's dead. It can mean that there's just a whole new crew of people that are never going to join until we have the fully functioning game. Like, I don't know if you saw it in the Discord earlier today. They were just talking about how the ones that have been truly successful and started a moon, like Splinterlands, which you wanted to talk about a little bit um, or started looking into a little bit and, and Axie Infinity. These all moon because they already had a well-developed game. So in a year or two or even five, if you hold on to some land, could it be worth, you know, a hundred times what it is today and still be a really great ROI for you? Could be. So, I mean, I haven't given up hope on that, but on on making 100X today and and really, you know, like becoming how rich, like an MBL in Top Shot or an Andy, that that I've definitely given up hope on. I
0: I really love that we aren't the kind of show that's going to give you calls and like this is the next hot wax thing because I'd be really bad at that. (laughs) Jacob just said it could go up, it could go down. And I agree with that completely. I, I think you're going to be right. Uh, That's uh, that.
1: if you ever listen to any like legitimate, you know, like stock traders and by traders, I mean like actual investors, like a Warren Buffett type person, you know, it's, it's exactly that. It's look, I have no idea. It's, it's I believe in this company long-term, but you know, is it going to go up or down in the next week, month, year? I have no idea. Uh, as opposed to like the day trader guys who are like, here's the next hot stock you got to buy right away. So we're, we're, uh, we're the down to earth guys in the wax world. Lou, Funkos, uh, Lou, it's Funkos perfect trip see
0: <laughs> Jacob you know what's going on uh we're talking Funkos now perfect transition thank you Lou thank you Jacob into this incredible collaboration uh between Nickelodeon TMNT do the kids still call it that I don't care and Funko so this I is do. dropping on uh I believe it's Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern the only time zone that matters right Jacob thank you uh
1: Well, only if if you're talking to Denny Carter.
0: There you go. I actually don't. I live in the Eastern Time Zone, and I prefer Mountain (laughs) or West. Uh, These look actually cool. Uh, I know we're all in it for the art. The art does look (laughs) cool. Um, I like that they move and not just in a circle. Um, So that's pretty good.
1: But do they do anything? Like, Do they have any utility?
0: As far as utility, I'm not sure about that. There is a very rare chance where... Oh, look at this. Look at Rocksteady. That's pretty cool.
1: Oh, yeah, that uh, rare one? Yeah. Oh, and I like the the Leonardo. That well, is awesome. This that is Leonardo? what I was going to
0: get to. The Leonardo is a, a physical redemption, so you can get an actual Funko. Oh. Um, last time this happened, Jacob, which you'll remember, uh, for me at least, last time I aped in, I got some honey from Italy. Yeah. so i want to get some funko from from a warehouse maybe um i i like this this is the first i'm really digging into it literally on stream because king actually requested uh to talk about this and he really just wanted one question answered and it was already answered (laughs) so now i'm just browsing the website with you all as my friends um well i did have one question um yeah go ahead the question is i don't know if we can pay via wax because i saw some financial stuff on another Page, I'll get over there. No,
1: this looks very much like. I mean, it's the wwdny.io. That's where that's where all of them have been. Street Fighter, I think, was definitely Tops. Uh, Weezer was. Uh, let's see, what was it? Oh, Saw. So all of these have been on that website, and it's all only. It's like you have to have a Wax username, but you can only do it by um, by credit card. So gotcha. it's Fiat to Wax, which. For those of you who don't follow us closely or aren't in our Discord, which you're welcome to. The NFT Draft Discord is awesome, but so is the Deposit Kingdom. You're always welcome to join us there. Uh, we talk about lots of different uh NFTs. We also talk about lots of sports stuff. If you're in fantasy football, it's a great place to be. That's how I got in. Um, but back to what I was saying, so we were talking about there, we've always talked about wanting to get into Wax as an investment, and the best way to do that is by buying things on credit card and then selling them for wax. That is the most efficient way to get wax. And a lot of times you make a nice profit doing that. So, you know, why pay to exchange when you can make, get paid to exchange, you know, dollars for wax. So just a, a word to the wise, those of us in the, who might be watching who are not as savvy in the wax world as as we are.
0: Yeah, that, that I think it's a wonderful point. Um... I, I agree with Oit, which actually, Owit, let's go over here to your other <laughs> comment. But will it lose value once it, you have the physical? We don't make calls, man. I don't know if it's going to go up or down. It's going to go one way <laughs> or the other.
1: Uh, Let's go. With yeah, this. our call is it will either go up or down. It's not likely to stay the same.
0: Correct. Um, uh, Dana, to your question, there is not a limit on how many you can purchase, but there's a limit to $300 per transaction. So oh, interesting. Uh, you can only buy 300 bucks worth, which would be roughly 10 premium um or 30 standards when's the like. free
1: promo i love getting those free promos i'm sure everybody does I that's tomorrow I saw that. Is that tomorrow okay i'll have to be yeah. ready
0: yeah it's tomorrow at 2 p.m you got to get in their discord so head over to wdny.io slash funk one funko one you want to just drop or the just, link
1: in there for everyone
0: that's a great idea i was going to just tell them to google funk, <laughs> funko
1: funko NFC. what
0: i did perfect um oh i'm sold it's a collector's dream. Obviously, what else do you want? Yeah, I think that's wonderful.
1: Okay. All right. One we thing I want a- you to bring up here. Let's scroll up a little bit. Do you see Tim's comment? Uh, find a project you truly believe in and roll with it. I saw that. Yeah. So Tim, I just want to say, as someone who uh, is very much a you know diversification type person, someone who's who's deep in the financial industry in general outside of NFTs uh, for like my real professional job, which I won't get too deep into, but it has to do with finance a lot. That is what we call putting all your eggs in one basket. And it's not like that, that can work out well. Uh, if you're doing that, please just don't put in more than you can afford. It's like in DFS, we talk about your bankroll. Like if you want to put all your eggs in one basket, uh, you can do that, but just make sure that those are eggs that you're okay with losing. Personally, I'm all about diversification. So there you go not financial advice but that is the not financial advice that that i would like to give tonight uh can we should we talk about nft draft now
0: i think we should uh the people are here the people are interested in nft draft i think they just want us for our pretty pretty packs tim you're good we well here's let's pull tim behind the curtain (laughs) of, of content creation i've done all of like 10 streams ever uh, we just use the chat and then we talk about stuff. So, Tim, we picked you out. We're, we don't mean anything by it. You uh, provided us with some content we can describe and get off a take, which is
1: eh, diversify what you want to do. Right, exactly, the- Tim. It's not necessarily saying like, oh, I think you're going to go ahead and you're going to like make some really poor financial decisions. It's just if I see that in the chat, I want to call it out so that you know anyone who may have read it and misunderstood it I want them to just make sure that, you know, where, where we feel what our opinions are. So, you know, like Tom said, we're, we're basically just using the comments we see to our advantage.
0: That's right. We are using you chat. Uh, you should use us. Okay, Tim, now I want you to do something where we can't offend you, please. And we're now All right, offended. let's
1: figure it out. Okay. We have to find out what will offend Tim and go do it right now. Or we could just talk about fantasy football. Cause that's what we're really here for. Correct. Um,
0: oh, here, Here's a (laughs) great transition. Matthew, Coming, I'm excited, but I'm not good with football. I'm going to call on a friend to help me with all my cards. Not sure how it's going to go, but I got like four to five hundred cards right now. Matthew, you you have a belief. You say, hey, people like NFTs, people like football. Here's my money. I'm going to make some money. I did that, too. And I'm already up based on my initial investment financially. And I'm excited about the game. Um, Hey, Tom.
1: Yeah. Let me ask you on this topic, are you in the NFT draft discord?
0: Uh, yes, I don't watch nearly as much.
1: Have you noticed they've got like the three different colors and the roles, what they are? Oh yes. The, you know, the, the fantasy football, the uh, NFT guys, and then the guys who do both. I think first of all, that's really cool. They have that. Uh, and the fact that they've got so many, they, if you go through it, there's a whole bunch in all, in all three different categories, which is cool to me that we're really bridging the world. But did you notice someone who has come up very recently, someone that you will remember from our planet? And this makes me bullish on NFT Draft because he yes. is in on this.
0: Yes, I did notice Who that. am I
1: thinking of? Who, who is it?
0: Uh, well, it's, it's time to pack the kids and go to the bowling alley. Van's in town. He's That's a right. big fan of NFT Draft. He built a tool. Um, I like that tool. He Honestly, I think he bailed out NFT Draft. They had a rough opening for packs. I have not opened a pack because I was terrified. Oh, it uh, works.
1: I tested it twice. Oh, twice. Well, you. once the other day to make sure that we could open packs on stream. And then once right now, because I, my, I wasn't 100% certain that my internet will work so well, because when I went back to the site and reloaded it, all my promo sh- packs showed up, but my other non-promo packs just came up with like the little image thing when it doesn't actually load. So I was worried that it wouldn't work, but I opened it, it worked, except it did the same thing with the cards too so we we can still try to rip a couple of packs we'll see how it goes
0: yeah we'll figure it out um okay so in the chat we had matthew he was one hoping that his uh professional fantasy football friend uh, could grasp the differences in the mechanics between this and real true fantasy football what we remember so the some of the differences are um you're not drafting players you're drafting their role you're drafting a role on a team so You're not drafting Aaron Rodgers. You're drafting QB one of green Bay. Uh, You're not drafting. Who's a, who's a different example that I was going to be kind of trolly. Oh, running back one. You're not drafting Tony Pollard. You're drafting running back one on the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Oh yeah. There you go. That that's your troll calling Tony Pollard, RB RB number one, but that does get into some of the interesting game theory. So for those who play DraftKings, I noticed today, that apart from kicker, which doesn't exist on DraftKings, all the scoring is literally exactly the same. If you ever played on DraftKings, the bonuses that they have are the same. It's PPR, just like DraftKings. Um, the only difference is that kickers don't exist on DraftKings. Here we have either kicker and defense together or separate. Uh, it's it's basically the same number of points. So I'm not sure quite how much it makes a difference, uh, but you know technically those are the different options. And for kickers, what you need to know is there's basically five categories. You've got extra point is one point. Uh, Anything below 40 yard field goal is three points, 40 to 50, 40 to 49 is four points, 50 to 59 is five points. And then a missed field goal or a missed extra point is negative one, which most places don't have. I've done that before um, because it's cool and it's fun and adds a little bit, you know, like an interception, things like that, fumbles. You've got something where a kicker can actually lose points for being terrible. Usually, I've only done it with extra points because, like field goals, if you're kicking like a 70-yarder at the end of the game to try and tie it up, and you know you're not going to hit it, like why do you lose a point for that? Uh, but it's still a cool concept.
0: So the the main thrust that we were going to do uh, is talk about a position draft today, and then uh, you
1: upset. We'll go CES, Aaron. What he said? That's not uh, funny. Ezekiel eat this season. You managed to offend point. someone. You couldn't this offend. This is very okay
0: maybe fan maybe maybe football's content is easy maybe just say hot takes and then people disagree with you and that's great (laughs) maybe that's how it goes i don't know uh i pollard could outscore zeke even with both of them on the field they've already said zeke's going to get rested more for the playoffs so he's going to get less run literally and figuratively uh
1: yeah, but that's Pollard also the preseason coach speak. So is he a good dart throw in like a best ball or even late round in a redraft? Um, I would say probably yeah, but I would not put all my eggs in, in that basket.
0: No, no, this is this is like ninth round stuff. This is not <laughs> this is definitely hot oh, yeah. as far as me saying he'll be better than Zeke. That's all.
1: Should we also Ian, talk about the point system a little bit for those who are unfamiliar? Well, NFT before draft? we get
0: there, actually, we'll go to points next, but let's talk about the QB one, what that means, because how do you determine who was the QB one versus, or RB one versus RB two? It is not who scores the most points on the week, which would be best ball ish within the team. It is whoever is number one or number two on the depth chart as of Sunday morning at a specific time based on CBS sports. So that's a little bit of a different nuance there. So talking strategy, I like ambiguity. Now I want messy oh, yeah. positions. Um, I, don't know why I thought I was going to be clever with that. And then Jacob just said, oh, yeah. And now I'm like, oh, good. He's going to do the same thing that I'm doing. And now I'm doing that. <laughs> uh, but that's what you want to do is you don't want necessarily those clear-cut starters. Take, for example, two weeks ago or whatever, Cam Akers. You love Cam Akers. You think, if you think Daryl Henderson is not that great, you don't necessarily want uh, running back one there. Because if Cam Akers goes down, Daryl Henderson might be garbage. I don't think that, but you might want to avoid that um, in this format. So you wanted to talk points per position before I hijacked the conversation. So what what do you have on points per position?
1: Yeah, so just to – I mean, someone pointed out recently that the points aren't going to change, right? So player values will change over the course of the season, both good and bad. Uh, You know, like right now, let's say – I don't know if people are going after Chicago QB1 – um, you know, if we let me take a look, I've got the chart up here. Uh, you can bring it up if you want to. I'm just looking at it locally on my computer, but as a good example, right? So, Chicago QB1 is 16 points common, only looking at common, which is the second cheapest. And right now, nobody's going to want that because there's a good chance that could be Andy Dalton or Nick Foles. But people who are into Justin Fields might want to invest in that because that's cheap. Because if and when. Fields takes over, suddenly that 16 points is going to be a huge stud. And so when it comes down – so so the point being that uh, the points are not going to change throughout the season. So like compared to DraftKings where you've got a salary and every single week the salary is going to change, some things will get chalkier throughout the season. But also that means that there's opportunity if you're shrewder getting the right pieces early on right? Like what, what do you do in DraftKings? You, you can't take advantage of, unless it's best ball, and even then there's a lot of luck involved. Uh, you can't like hold on to Justin Fields or Trey Lance for later in the season. But here you can take the Chicago QB one, or if you think, if you really want to go nuts, right? If, if Justin Fields is the, is the QB two for the week, and, and something like a Justin Herbert situation from last year comes out and you're ready with that cheap, like five, six point player who just goes in and takes over, or you even want to take a risk and say, you know what? I think that maybe there's a chance that Foles or, or Dalton is so bad that he gets benched and Justin Fields puts up like 200 yards and two touchdowns in the second half. It's so, there's so much opportunity there. And there's, and there's in some ways it'll make things, uh, be, might make things worse by the end of the season when it's really chalky and just the guys who lucked out with with promotions and injuries and they had those cheap cards that they're winning. But if you're on the front end of that and you're taking chances and buying up these NFTs of the cards early on that you think have those chances, that makes it better. You're talking about ambiguous situations. If anyone wants to learn more about football and has yet to check out the Late Round Podcast by J.J. Zacharyson, I religiously listen to that and all he talks about are ambiguous situations and especially for for running back wide receiver uh and that's exactly where we can take advantage of those ambiguous situations not just in redraft not just in like draft kings but here as well it's a huge opportunity and now i see that tom is uh highlighting some things so i think he's ready to get into our little draft here
0: oh this this is nothing don't pay attention to this, it's not that. Don't pay attention
1: to the man behind the curtain.
0: He well, uh, here's what's really going on I was thinking, okay, which who do I think is undervalued and overvalued? Uh, Tua could smash, he should not be the lowest priced quarterback.
1: Uh, Curious, there's an even better than that one. Oh, do you have? It, oh, Cincinnati, oh, yeah, Cincinnati QB1 is the cheapest QB1. I mean, come on
0: that's pretty that's pretty egregious. And, and as far as overvalued, I'm just on this lower half of the league. Cleveland, I, I I was thinking about like risk and downside. I don't know who Baker's backup is. I follow the NFL fairly closely. That tells me I don't want the the Cleveland QB1 because if Baker gets hurt, he's it's going to be bad. So, I'm going to avoid them. Let's let's jump into the draft
1: and well, I think we just started. I think you just took Miami QB1 as your QB1 and I oh. took Cincinnati as mine. Okay. I like that. <laughs> well, here no, but here's the other thing. Is that you got to look at it so I I started looking at it from two different perspectives. There's value and there's, you know, just like the trying to to get the best point per dollar. So so I looked at it two different ways. When I when I sorted it as, you know, low to high and said, "Okay, Who is egregiously sticking out here as someone that's a huge value because they're cheap? Just because they're cheap, I said, okay, Cincy QB won. But if you look at it from the other perspective, if you go down the list and say, okay, let me take like my top five QBs, who do I think are the five guys that have a chance, not necessarily 100%, but a chance to be the number one QB this year? Right. So in my mind, that's like Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, obviously Mahomes, Allen, uh, Lamar Jackson, and then figure out from there. OK, of those guys, who is cheapest? And I came up with either Baltimore QB1 at 17 or Dallas QB1 at 16. So for one or two more points than a Joe Barrow, a two attack by Vailoa, you can get Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott.
0: I am impressed with your Tua pronunciation. You said it bravely. I don't know if you said it <laughs> correctly. So I'm, I'm I pretty sure bravery I, I,
1: I watched a lot of Moana uh, for the past mm. couple of years. And so, you know, I, I'm I'm used to the Hawaiian pronunciations now, the Polynesian.
0: Are you, are you a college football fan, Jacob, or just NFL?
1: Uh mostly just NFL. But okay. I follow Tua a little bit. Tua's little brother actually were uh, plays for my alma mater.
0: Go Terps. Go Terps. Dante <laughs> Bemis. It's a name to remember for the Terps. There you go. Uh I was gonna get you to pronounce DJ the the quarterback for Clemson. DJ, I don't know his last name. I don't I don't know him. I, so I don't,
1: don't follow college football enough.
0: Yeah, that's one to watch out for. He's gonna be awesome. Uh, and we'll learn his last name shortly, I'm sure. Okay, so we got our QBs locked down. We got Cincy in Miami, Jacob and Tom. What do you have for running back?
1: So here's where it starts to get a little bit more interesting, because again, you can look at this one or two, the same, you know, two ways. Oh, I, I did call out San Diego. So someone, we should probably let the uh, the NFT draft team know that there is no team in San Diego that uh, just like there's, you know, New York green and New York blue, they need, you know, LA baby blue and LA, whatever the Rams colors are. Um, but there is, <laughs> there is no San Diego team. Uh, just, you know, good for them to know that. Uh, But yeah, so back on, on this topic. So again, this is a lot of where you got to take some, some risk, uh, but you also have to be, you can be savvy. So, you know, going with the first way of who could be the number one type guy that's somewhat undervalued, um, you know, that to me would be probably either San Diego or Washington, but the, but, but don't write that down just yet because the real guy if you want to take a huge, well, probably not a huge risk, but a huge upside play it's Jacksonville, RB number three, number <laughs> three, because there's a chance. If you look at what coach urban Meyer has been saying, he's saying that Travis ETM is going to be their third round, their third down guy. And that's it that you've got Carlos Hyde and James Robinson between the tackles on, on first and second. He's like, Carlos Hyde is going to be the first-down guy. James Robinson is going to be the second-round guy. Travis Etienne is the third-round guy. So if they come out with a depth chart and CBS Sports depth chart has Travis Etienne at RB3 and he's only four points because that is the Jacksonville RB3, that is just ridiculous value right there until he gets promoted and then you're stuck with Carlos Hyde as the four-point guy. So so don't that, – that's like early season. You want to also be prepared for later in the season. But for early season week one, that would be my, my value play right there.
0: Okay. So you're talking value. Jacksonville RB3. <laughs> I did not even dig that deep in my brain of, okay, RB3. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with San Francisco RB1. Um, and following in J.J. Zachary's footsteps, it's ambiguity. I don't know who their running back one is going to be on any week. What I do know about San Francisco is they're going to run the ball. They're going to run a lot. They're going to be favored a lot. They have a very easy playoff schedule uh, in the fantasy football playoffs, which for us is weeks 14 through 17, I believe. It's easy. What that means is they're going to run more. What that means is more opportunities for the running backs to score. They are the cheapest running back uh, team. They're tied for the cheapest, I guess, is the way to put it. So the ambiguity, I want to lean into that and say someone's going to score points. And whoever's the first one is a good bet. And then if Raheem Mostert or Trey Sermon gets injured, they get a boo-boo, the backup comes in, <laughs> now they're now the RB1 for the next week, and you're ready to line them right. up and go. So right. I, I love San Francisco RB1 right now as a value.
1: That's where I think on the secondary market, a lot of the what you're talking about, that's where the value really is, is the ambiguity drives the points price for these players down for what they're being set up for. And then it's also that it drives the price down on the secondary market that you know. If people are thinking, well, I'm going to be stuck with Raheem Mostert, and he's going to get hurt, and he's going to get me nothing. But someone else comes in and says, well, I'm going to buy this because eventually it will be Trey, Trey Sermon. Uh, you know, that's that's where the value comes in on that regard. So there's a there's a ton of game theory here. Um, you know, but again, a lot of it's going to have to do with well, how does it turn out? You know, when you get to that playoffs, and and suddenly the points for some players are completely out of whack, and it's like, well, you got to have these guys because it's just so obvious that these are the plays and the and the you know. Just like we talk about in, in DraftKings and FanDuel, all oh, the pricing hasn't caught up yet. They're overpriced, underpriced. That's not going to change. So there will be overpriced and underpriced players on a, on a points basis. Um, did you see what 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 in the chat here? So we've got two different, you know, uh, opinions, right? One on top of the other. You've got Crypto Kanoi saying, I Baltimore, Baltimore, Cincy, Cincy, and Miami QB1s basically going with our, these guys are ridiculously cheap for the value they're bringing you. And then you've got CES Aaron saying, "I need the QB one goat card. I need Patrick Mahomes. I don't care that he's so expensive. He's going to save me a point or two by getting the goat. It's going to add me a few percentage points more." Um, and, and just so you guys know, we talked about this with Alex, and and they bring it up, and yeah, you know, we talk about this. There's it's been a lot of talk about the goat cards and how there is value to them, but don't necessarily overvalue them. In some ways, the points and the reduced points might be worth more than the bonuses. I mean, it's a, it's a 3% bonus for the MVP card. And it's like a 5% bonus for the GOAT card. I mean, in the, in the best-case scenario, the best game of the year, let's say Mahomes puts up 50 points. A 5% bonus is only 2.5 points. Now, could that make or break you? It could, but how much are you spending on that card? Because they called out in the Discord, and uh, we called out in our Discord because we had the person who sold it that – someone bought the chicago rb1 uh goat card not goat card mvp card with the three-point bonus and maybe a, a point or two shaved off for 1900 wax and chicago rb2 was actually one of those that i was thinking of putting on here because david Montgomery, like we know what he was and he might be even be overvalued at this point based on what he did last year but with Tariq cohen coming back maybe being the rb2 maybe damian williams who was great for the Chiefs in that Super Bowl run before he opted out for COVID last year, ambiguity is non-existent in the Chicago RB1, but it is way there in the Chicago RB2. So to, to spend a lot of money and, 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 you know, I'm not saying it was necessarily the wrong move. I think it was, you know, who, whoever bought it, I'm sure they had the reasons to buy it, but whoever sold it, that was the, th- the thought process is that there might be some overvalue on those better cards.
0: Jacob, what? you're so polite. I'm sure they had their reasons. They just escaped me right now.
1: I live in the Midwest now. We were just having a conversation about Midwest versus versus Southerners. That it's like both of you know, both mid in the Midwest and the, in and in the South, if someone's like breaking into your house, you can expect they're gonna get shot. But right. the Midwesterner will feel bad about it. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, you I uh, I live in rural South, uh, the the South. And yeah, I don't, I live in a development, like a neighborhood, so it's fine. It's different than a rural road, which unless I know the person, I'm not just going up to your door to say hello, just not. Do you a thing live near JJ? Do.
1: do you know if you live near JJ? I know uh, he's in I the do. same state li- as you.
0: Yeah. I live like two hours away. He, he's in Okay. Trouble. That's not at close. Yeah. Uh, all right, Jacob, let's talk wide receivers. It's my favorite position. It's the only position that matters. The only what position that matters. That's
1: right. Um, well, first, actually, I keep forgetting that Matthew Bullock, who's, who's talking about his his kids, he brought them up a while ago because he was, he's the one who said before, if you remember, that he doesn't know anything about football. And he pointed yep. out that he has four kids and about a million different wax investments. So I just want to say kudos to you, Matthew. Uh, Tom and I, we both have kids. I've got three. Tom, you've got two, right? Yeah, that's right. Two. Um, and so we, we get there, or we get you. We've been there. Uh, you know, so- just wanted to make sure that you are heard, and and we do get that it is tough to manage a million different wax investments. Uh, I mean, Tom's got three different streams he's doing now, including this one. He's in the ETH world, he's in the wax world, so and managing kids, it's 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 not it's not easy, but it is fun. Um, okay, yeah. back to wide receivers. Fun. Did you notice something? I, I didn't spend too. Don't don't make it sound like I spent like hours pouring over this data because I didn't. It was like 10, 15 minutes, but what I did do was I noticed that a lot of these ambiguous situations, there actually isn't any point advantage. There might be a price advantage on the open market. I haven't looked at that, but for instance, like Cleveland wide receiver one, which I thought stood out to me as a value. And I actually just drew that a common in one of my promo packs. I was super excited. I was like, I just got Odell Beckham. Um, And then I thought, well, maybe I got Jarvis Landry. But if you look at wide receiver to Cleveland, it is also 15. So some of these ambiguous situations, they were sharp in pricing these guys out that you, I mean, do I have Beckham? Do I have Landry? I don't know. I'm not sure I really care because if it's Beckham and he gets hurt, it'll be Landry anyway, but it's not one of those where I can like arbitrage and say, well, I think Landry's going to be better and I'm going to get the RB, the wide receiver two. Because I'm going to save points on it, because they're they're the same value, unless of course on the secondary market it's cheaper. Because I haven't looked at that.
0: So you're doing Cleveland wide receiver one? Yeah, yeah. Let's go with that.
1: <laughs> I had to do
0: that. That's probably on me not listening. I had to, I was doing the chat. I was doing numbers. Uh, okay, I think you're just dead wrong here, Jacob. Uh, Cleveland, like Odell, like oh, it's his redemption story now.
1: Or it's Landry. It's the ambiguous situation. That's one of the benefits here is that if it's not Beckham, it could be Landry, and Landry is just a PPR hog.
0: True. Uh, We're going to go Miami on my side.
1: But who is Miami wide receiver one? Who
0: cares? I don't care. We're talking ambiguity. We got Jalen Waddell.
1: No, I I need your hot take. Is he your wide receiver one?
0: No. Uh, Will 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 Fuller. Fuller? Will Fuller. Uh, then we've got Devontae Parker. So, my point is, they've got three very strong, game breaking, potentially in different ways, though, wide receivers. Waddle takes a short pass and runs for a long time. Devontae can body up a, d- a defensive back pretty easily, catch the red zone passes from Tua. And then uh, Will Fuller is just a field stretcher as well. Add in Gasecki plus Tua feeling more comfortable now.
1: Gasecki's on the COVID list right now.
0: It's fine. No,
1: I'm just pointing it out.
0: <laughs> I had no idea, actually. I'm not, but I'm not concerned about that yet.
1: Yeah. I was just, uh, I was in the middle of a best ball draft and I was looking and he, and he had the C19 next to his
0: Interesting. I wonder why, whether it's close contact or positive or whatever. That's another wrinkle that actually that's a good question for any yeah. draft. What are they going to do when a game gets postponed or if?
1: Well, we don't even know. Have, have we gotten the question answered? Maybe someone in the chat knows who, who knows a little bit more than than we do on some of the intricacies here about, um, what's it called? Wait, is Thomas saying that when 1900 bucks was a steal in a good way or a bad way? Cause good way. mayhem was saying that, that it was, that he may have even underpriced it. but um, I was like, dude, you, you probably made all your money back and then some just on that one card. Like don't complain about the profits. Um, but, but what I was trying to say is, does the chat know if there's going to be a late swap option? Because I believe that we heard that there is, there's not going to be like – third. because, yeah, you asked him last week and Alex said it's just going to be like week one, week two, week three, not like Thursday games, Sunday games, Monday. So there needs to be a late swap like in regular fantasy football. But I don't know if they if they actually confirmed that.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. That's, I think it's a Maybe good question. The chat Outstanding. Yeah. Um,
1: Wild got a limb. Tight end. Who you got? Ooh, tight end is a tricky one. So, again, well, all right, so you go first. Uh, is, it, is it Darren uh, Waller? Wait, Lou's
0: trolling. I, yeah, we all watch the cast. Thank you, Lou. If you don't watch the cast, you should. You won't get information, <laughs> but it's very entertaining. Uh, uh, Devontae Parker can body Stefan Gilmore. Thank you. There you go. Uh, tight end. I'll go first, then. I think I'm going New England, um, New England TE one. Interesting. And again, I, I hate to be boring and say the same thing repeatedly, but it's ambiguity. There is it Hunter Henry? Is it Jonu Smith? Fun storyline. They signed New Smith earlier, and they didn't really tell him they were, that he was they were signing Hunter Henry. So then, oh man, is Johnny mad? I don't know, but he got paid, so he's probably happy. So you if it's put, Johnny or Hunter, you um, put him
1: on on my side, not your side. Oh, you're right. The brain goes left to right instead of right to left. Are you not you. concerned about who the quarterback is, though? Because no. what if that quarterback cannot get either one of them the ball? Uh,
0: short passes, the old – I'll hold this cliche over you. Uh, young quarterbacks like the tight ends as their targets. their security blanket, if you will. Remember Jason Witten with probably four or five young quarterbacks? Security blanket. Jason Witten, the five-yard button hook, always there. So I I think that's where well, we're going to go wrong with those one. tight ends in New England.
1: I mean, yes, there's the ambiguity there, but that goes back to what I was saying. I looked at that. So I looked at New England and I said, "Maybe." And then I said, "Nah," because New England tight end 1 is 11, New England tight end 2 is 10, and one of my favorite sleepers at tight end, and I'm sure you're going to you're you're not going to be shocked at all when I say this. But one of my favorite sleepers at tight end Evan in general, Ingram. not Evan Ingram. No, no, oh. no. Uh no, he's not a sleeper. He's a he's a sleep on the field who drops the ball too much, uh, you know, type player. I am okay. I am through with Evan Ingram. I was don't don't get me tilting on, on Evan Ingram. Okay. Uh I had him in Dynasty for a little while. I, I drafted him as a homer pick. He was great for the first year for me. You know, I grew up, I, I'm a Giants fan. For those who don't know, I grew up in New York. Then I moved to Kansas City. So my two teams are the Giants and the Chiefs. Uh, so Evan Ingram was very much in a rookie draft in that dynasty league, a homer pick. And I'm very much tilting because the Giants would be a much better team if he could catch the ball, or if they, you know, threw to other players who could catch the ball instead, like Ooh, Kenny Galladay this year. But my sleeper again. You're not going to be surprised because I'm sure. I mean, we're in the same chats. We we all hear. We listen to the same podcast. We all hear the same talk as to who some of these guys are. This guy only costs eight points as a common. Okay, so to put that in perspective, you've got. I mean, they did very good pricing on this, right? So you've got Kansas City, Travis Kelsey's is number is, a, is twenty points. San Francisco and Vegas tied at nineteen. Atlanta seventeen. Then you got uh, a bunch of guys that I don't really like as much at, at fifteen, except for maybe you know uh, Detroit or Baltimore, maybe even Denver. But all the way down at number eight, one of my favorite sleepers, Gerald Everett, Seattle tight end, one with eight points is who I'm going with. Do we actually think Russ is going to cook? I think Russ can cook. They brought in didn't they, they brought in like a, a new uh, Offense coordinator, um, you know they they hopefully someone took a look and saw that they did much better when they let Russ cook last year than when they didn't. Um, you know, a lot of people are, are saying that Tyler Lockett is undervalued. I didn't actually. I should probably double check on where wide receiver one and two are for Seattle because those could mm-hmm. be good opportunities. Uh, looks like no, they're they're expensive. Well, a T.K. Metcalf is a, is no, is. 20 points. And then let's see, Seattle uh, and and Tyler Lockett is 18 points. So good cards, but kind of expensive on the point side. But Gerald Everett, I think, again, this is is like my Travis Etienne take. This is not like, this is not Cincy QB1 where I'm sure that Joe Burrow is going to put up loads of points and be really cheap at 15. This is, I think that if you go out and buy this card for cheap right now, you could end up holding a stud at the end of the year that you can play for a very small amount of points.
0: John MC, we want to be in a big <laughs> tent show. I know you're here for Wax. That's great. Um, if you want to play the game, we'll give you some of that too sometimes. Um, we like, Like Jacob mentioned, we like football, so we're going to talk some football. Um, I enjoy talking football. Also, Maddie daddy will hook you up in the NFT draft discord and on. Yeah. He's Twitch. got
1: some good. He, yeah. If you watch their stuff, Maddie daddy's got some good stuff where he, you know, the Twitch, I have, I watched a couple of the quick YouTube ones and I was like, this is really good information for a newbie. And it's kind of useless for me. Cause I've been playing football, fantasy football for like 15 years. Um, so, so yeah, it's great stuff for, for, for newbies who want to get in. If you're in on the wax side, I think NFT draft is a, is a good opportunity Um, and if you want to learn more about football so you can be savvy and do well and make some wax this year playing NFT draft, definitely check out Maddie Daddy stuff. And, uh, then you can come back and and talk to us too, because we love to talk football all the time.
0: Uh, all right. Again, peeling back behind the curtain. Um, I forgot about defense and kickers. (laughs) Jacob's like, Hey, what about defense and kickers, Tom? I go, okay, we'll do those two. So I have one defense and kicker on my list. Please don't take it.
1: Who, do Who is pick? it? All right. Well, hopefully I don't snipe you. Um, I have the team that does not exist.
0: Oh. The Sa- we'll call them San Diego. San Diego.
1: Yeah. I mean, there are only 12 points for defense and kicker um, as opposed to San Diego kicker is 10 points and San Diego defense is seven points. They're the cheapest defense and kicker. And since they moved to L.A., they've just been an underperforming team. I mean, they've had some great guys on, like, the defensive line. They've got some great guys in the, you know, in the um, the secondary, and they just never put it together for – oh, and they also are famous for their kickers just missing field goals for just the flukiest reason. Yeah, Young-Way Koo. Koo. Young-Way Koo was awful. And then he goes to Atlanta, and he's the best kicker in the league. So that regression, unless they're unless you really believe in in curses and jinxes, you, you gotta believe in one or the other. You either believe in curses and jinxes, in which case San Diego slash L.A. Uh, Baby Blue, I like calling them a L.A. Baby Blue, uh, yeah. they are just cursed, and so those twelve points are basically just burning them. Or you believe in regression, and eventually things will turn around and they'll stop just having the flukiest reasons why they miss all these field goals, in which case they will uh, be very successful.
0: Okay. I should actually just kick pick kicker, but I got to say, I don't know the scoring well enough yet to really sort it out.
1: I just I'm told it to you to, you don't, you don't know it. I, I literally listed the five yeah. kicking scores.
0: But it's also the defense, so I don't know whether to weigh defense only or kicker only or combine them both. We're just going to yeah. combine them because of my thesis of the play. We're going to go Arizona. Uh, I'm team Fun, if you can tell. I like Arizona, and here's why for defense and for kickers. They're high-paced. They're going to run a lot of plays. They're going to throw a lot, potentially, and that leads to turnovers on both sides, which leads to up uh, increased tempo, more plays, more turnovers. I like turnovers. Also, kick kingsbury i'm the first one to ever say that i'm sure loves to kick kick short field goals which will help the kicker for the cardinals so arizona relatively quick thesis uh for that team on my part which is just fast equals turnovers cliff kingsbury fake sharp kingsbury um is going to kick a lot of field goals so that's our guy
1: well, it's, it's a good point, though, that with kicker, that's really where this whole thing comes into play. I mean, how often do we see that kickers miss a field goal and they're cut the next day and somebody else gets caught in, brought in? Or, you know, they, uh, they don't get cut immediately. They bring in someone else for tryouts just to, like, light a fire, and, like, two days later, that guy's the new kicker and this one gets uh, kicked to the curb. So kickers are definitely somewhere where you don't want to invest where it's great that you have the opportunity to not have to invest in a player, but invest in a team. Because like Tom said, if you look into, and this goes really deep. So those guys who, who are talking about like Matthew and, and John, who, who doesn't, who are still working on the basics, don't go all D like us. Uh, but there is, there are data out there showing what coaches prefer to uh, kick field goals. When it's, you know, when you're, when you're close versus, go for it on fourth down. The analytics say that you should go for it on fourth down, but the old school coaches like to kick it. So if you target those teams that are more likely to kick the ball, uh, that could definitely get you some more points on those field goals.
0: All right, Jacob. I think it's about time. I think it's about time for the giveaways because I just realized we have a lot of giveaways. So I believe we're going to be spinning this wheel for a while. Um, So how many are we going to do today?
1: um, I think that, are we, are we doing them all or are we going to save some for, for later?
0: I think we should save some for later, for, for later. We've got 15 total to give out. I think we should give 10 out today because I'm feeling charitable (laughs) and I think we should do two per, uh, and here's why they're all in my account right now and I don't want to do double the work. So I'll just give you double the packs and do one transaction.
1: All right. So we'll have five winners, five winners, two packs per winner. That's 10 cards. That's, that's, that's nice. Um, I want to, I want to touch on what Thomas and, and Aaron are talking about there on the points, um, which sure. is, yeah, I don't you. know if you know about this, what the maximum number of points are. And then the other, the other question is, do you, is there a maximum number of, um, is there a maximum number of players you can have, or is it just purely points? Because if I can stack, like, you know, Seattle tight end one with Jacksonville running back three. And that's the same number of points as my, as my San Diego defense kicker. I mean, that's, that's huge. I can get a bunch of these value guys and I don't need that many to hit, you know, it's throw all these darts against the wall and hope a few of them hit because I just have such a loaded team in pure quantity of players uh, versus if there's also a maximum number of players I can use, in which case I want to go for the, the higher points, but better players
0: just points per josh who confidently says just points
1: and you only and you get all the points that they get so like if Travis Etienne is RB3 and he scores 5 points for my 4 points but and then I can also have like you know Chicago RB1 for 15 points and he gets 15 points I can I can stack all those up that wow that's awesome let's stack those points uh, Travis wow. Etienne I'm telling you RB3 Jacks RB3
0: i like it I that's like the value
1: play uh all right let's uh let's spin this wheel let's do five and uh and then we'll make sure that we get your if we don't already have your wax name which we should because if you're you know watching then you filled out the form and then we have your wax name your uh your wham but if not we'll get that from you it. and after that let's rip some packs what do you say back saying? nine guy back nine guy
0: he likes golfing <laughs> I don't know i don't know how i feel about that let me write this
1: down. well i mean maybe he likes football too
0: that's true that's true back nine guy congratulations um here's what i'm gonna do though because i don't want to uh actually we'll remove him anyway that's fine yeah some people registered twice which i think is great and is okay because that means you were listening and you liked us on twitter so that's perfect don't forget to
1: subscribe gotta get those subscriptions. Plus, um, I'm going to pump your bags a little bit right now, Tom. Tom has oh. not just this stream. If you're into the uh, the Avatar streets, the Ethereum, Avatar, NFTs, he's got Club NGMI same time tomorrow night, every Monday. And every week, every day, he's giving away free Mintopoly money. For anyone who likes to play Mintopoly or doesn't know what that is, go to Mintopoly.io. He gives his Mintopoly minute. And every day when he goes over on his minute, he gives away Mintopoly money.
0: Yeah. Don't, don't say that I'm giving away money. I'm almost (laughs) hitting the minute every time
1: it's. it's Have you, or have you not got over two out of two times?
0: There's a delay in closing the stream and that's, that's my current issue. I need to get better at, I need to close it at like 58 seconds, but you know, it's fine. Uh, if you want to watch, it's, it's going to be my slow descent into delirium. So uh, if you want to watch that, feel free. Um, I believe this is King. No,
1: no, nope. Snap Saz. Oh, he was um, he was one of the Twitter guys. I recognize um, him.
0: Lou, <laughs> just look at, just hammering edges. Here's the dirty secret about MM Monopoly money.
1: It's worth zero. Monopoly right money.
0: It's worth nothing. But that's fine. They're in the Discord. They're talking liquidity pools. Somehow, I don't like. Th- this could go somewhere. I'm excited about <laughs> but it. But you know
1: what? what it's you know what they always say about the monopoly money? It's worth the the paper that it's printed on. Mintopoly money is also worth the paper that it's printed on.
0: King, talk about run bad. You you have been skipped over twice now. <laughs> uh, Turbo Neo Geo, I love it. Uh, thank you for hanging out. I think you're one of the first people in the chat today, um, and you had a, your name stuck out. So I remember that name. Life, uh, Go
1: ahead. Is this number? Was that number four? Yeah, this is
0: five right here. This is it.
1: What do we got? Final winner, we have Dynasty. That is a football name. That is, that is better than back nine guy. Yep. Correct. We, we, started, we started low with golf, but we uh, we graduated.
0: That's right. All right, Lou, we're not giving away any more packs because our timer's almost up. We've been up for 58 minutes, 51 seconds. We're not going like, to can, a full hour. Can we rip? Oh, you want to rip? Shh.
1: I mean, it's, there's no, there's no, it's not like the trains last week, unless you want to do Green Rabbit. Green Rabbit has some cool graphics, but we can save that for next week. This is very much uh but let's rip one pack. Yeah, rip um, one. I, I don't. What, what should I, we rip? rip should one. we rip the promo pack? Should we rip the, uh, there's really no graphics to it. Or should we rip the uh, captain pack? Do, do the captain pack. All right. So here's the thing with the captain pack. I bought it because it made sense, but also there is a, um, there is, don't worry, we'll do more giveaways. Just make sure you're subscribing and, and liking and following Wax at Wax World. Here, I'll change my. Uh, I don't remember. I change my. Here, can you just put it in the comments at Wax World NFT is our Twitter handle for those who don't know. Um, there'll also be an audio version. So in general, if you want to just listen rather than watch us, you can do that. Thank you. There we go at Wax World NFT. Um, so the uh, they they posted in the in the Discord. there's an announcement that said that whereas they promised guaranteed like standout MVP, you know, at the, in the captain packs, which is part of my thesis for buying it was I'll definitely get a better one. They came out and said, actually, um, that was sort of a miscommunication. I don't know if you saw yep, this Tom, I did. where basically it was based upon the math. The math said that reasonably speaking, if, it's one in every 20 cards and you have a 25 card pack, you're guaranteed to get a standout, but you don't actually, that's, that's not how the math works when it's been randomly generated. And they did confirm that all the packs have actually been randomly generated. So uh, we could keep up my streak of last week and we could get 250 uh, common cards, or maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll actually get lucky and hit the nuts this time. Yeah. It's going to go. I'm not. I'm not banking on it. All right.
0: Here's what I'm actually rooting for. Like, in all seriousness, I'm rooting for like tight end three of the Raiders' goat card. That's, <laughs> that's what I want. I want a good, bad
1: card. All right. Well, you can see the 10 that I've ripped right now. Do you see them? Are we up here? Yeah, here we go. So we've got my good. I saw Kansas City and I got so excited. And then I saw tight two and I was less excited. But I do have New England QB one. Uh, I've got Green Bay Kicker, who might be useful. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Jacksonville tight end too. Tim Tebow right there. New York Green point. RB3 is another interesting one because you've got a three-headed monster there right now that we think it's going to be Michael Carter, but you've got Tevin Coleman. You've got the guy whose name I'm blanking on right now who's probably who this guy is, the RB3. Um, Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson, thank you. Cleveland tight end two could also be interesting because you've got uh, Harrison. um, You've got, oh, sorry, Austin Hooper. And hold on.
0: (laughs) Jacob's dying. Oh, he muted himself. Oh, man, that was a good one.
1: Sorry, I just, something got caught in my throat. Still there. (laughs) Um, Cleveland wide receiver one. You might need to just like walk us through my cards for a second. I love it.
0: Do Do you have water nearby? Get some water. Take care of yourself. I'll be right back oh great yeah so oh he left the whole thing this is awesome uh so he's got Pittsburgh tight end three I have no idea who that is Seattle running back three here we go uh on day one that's likely gonna be Rashad Penny and big Rashad Penny guy uh wait who's Harrison I don't know who Harrison is I genuinely don't know who Harrison is oh here um He's a small school guy. Uh, I forget his name.
1: Harrison yeah, Bryant. yeah. I, I don't remember his first name, but you know what I'm talking about. But right, you got Injoku, you got Austin Hooper, and then you've got um the Harrison Bryant. Harrison Bryant. as his name. Um, but this is Cleveland tight end two. So who knows who the tight end two is? Uh, I did get some water, but apparently it hasn't hundred percent solved my issues. Um I'm about to flip you the bird on stream. I don't know if Jaybird bird is here tonight. Uh, I know he's been very busy with his three children now, but in, in, you know, for his sake, I use the term. I'm going to flip you the bird. Um, I like it. <clears throat> all right. So here we go. Let's see. Are my, Oh, here we go. They're showing up now. That's huge news. I told you before that, that they weren't actually showing up. So do we want asset number really long number that ends in five or really long number that ends in four?
0: Oh, five. I've always liked the odd numbers. All right, here we go.
1: We're going to unpack these 250 cards. Okay, we've got no MVPs, no GOATs, one team captain, and it looks like that would be the New York Blue defense. So that's a homer pick for me, but I don't know that it's actually necessarily a good – what do you think? Do you think seven points for, for Giants defense is good? No. What do you think of Joe Judge? When
0: I I have a take about just the structure. When would you ever start a defense? I guess to to be a point filler.
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, that's that's a good point. Um, Let's see. Let's take a look at the standout. So I got a Chicago RB3 standout. So maybe that's Damian Williams, and and I like Damian Williams. So Chicago wide receiver
0: too. We love Darnell Mooney.
1: Yes, we do love Darnell Mooney, especially (gasps) after that trade. Here, let's let's go through. I'm trying to. I oh. wish I had a better way to sort that. You got Detroit Titan one. Did I really? I yeah. like can't even you see. Like There's so many cards. Yeah, here. I want
0: to be able to filter by like <clears throat> what, where oh. are they on the depth chart. Like how many number right. ones down. So have. I've got
1: a bunch of like standout defenses and kickers. So I'm I'm looking at those first, right? So we've got Denver kicker, Atlanta defense. The thing about Denver is that they can kick long field goals. Oh, look at that uh. standout Seattle wide receiver one. That is a good card. Um, D.K. Metcalf, Philadelphia, tight end number three. So we don't know if it's going to be Ertz or uh, Goddard, who's tight end one or two, but tight end three is certainly useless on that team. Oh, look at that. I got Tony Pollard right here. Dallas RB2. Not for long. Man, whatever. Uh, Oh, Denver RB1, standout. That is another interesting one. Is that Melvin Gordon or is that Javante Williams? I like that. If it's Javante, I'm playing him. Um, Green Bay wide receiver three. Lazard. Maybe. Randall Cobb. Or is Randall Cobb number two? I, I don't know. Good point. It's ambiguous. I, MBS. I like oh, I got Galladay. Standout Galladay. I like that. Chicago defense end kicker. A Washington tight end one. And then who's Lovely. the San Diego wide receiver number four? Is that the uh, rookie? Was it Josh Palmer? Could be, maybe. I mean, you got Keenan Allen there. You got Mike Williams there. Those are. That's another good opportunity to target. Um, let's see, Indianapolis kicker. We said. Oh, and then oh, here's an interesting one. I thought about going Philadelphia QB number one, and you know why? It's not just the Konami code. The Konami code of um, of Jalen Hurts. Who is the real upside play for a standout? Uh, sixteen point Philadelphia QB one. I I like that. Tell me, Tom. It it's oh, it hurts. No, no. Who's the better? Who's the better option there?
0: Oh, Deshaun Watson.
1: That's that's right. If they end up training for Watson and Watson is the Philadelphia QB one as a standout at sixteen points, that is huge.
0: Here's my take. That's a financial flip for you if that happens. You sell that oh, immediately. Yeah. I. I don't trust that offense. Um, the tidbit we've heard a few times it, from uh, Pat Corain is they used to, they did a pitch count for their wide receivers and would rotate them very frequently, which is how we got like Travis Fulgham games. And yeah, uh, I don't trust that coaching staff. Get out of here.
1: Here's another ambiguous backfield. Okay. So we've got, so let's start going through these from the top now, right? So we've got Carolina defense, fine. Um, Tampa Bay RB2 that could be any one of Geo Le- uncle Lenny or uh, or Rojo probably not Rojo it's probably either fournette or um, the guy's name I just said Geo <clears throat> but I mean there could be <clears throat> I'm doing it again there could be potential there so I like that one we've Cincinnati kicker. We okay, we can just skip over the demons and kickers. Uh Chicago wide receiver two, we just talked about Darnell Moody, Mooney, that is a nice play. Detroit tight end number one, TJ Hawkinson, we said. <laughs> Kansas City RB three basically useless. Uh apparently I got Dallas RB one and RB two. What well, do you think of stacking? Uh,
0: Kansas City RB three could be good. I mean we, we all gotta we gotta think about injuries too, because if somebody gets injured, then you gotta the get go offense.
1: Is, well the thing is with the injuries that think that's where where the RB one loses or gains value. Right. I mean, only in that game, only if I'm predicting that in that game, because I'm not going to play him because the, the, the depth chart is going to change. That's where the thing comes in with the, with the, you know, the depth with having an RB three, a tight end four, like those guys, you're not going to play them unless you're literally just taking a chance because you've got extra points to spare and hoping that someone gets injured mid-game or some random guy does something crazy on Monday Night Football and you get this random touchdown to the third string tight end. I mean, flukes happen, so it's not completely pointless. It's not a useless card, but I mean, I, I I wouldn't say it's a good card because of injuries might happen and someone might get boosted because if that guy gets boosted, someone else is getting boosted to RB3 and he's no longer the RB3. All right, let's keep going cuz we we got a lot of cards to go through. Dallas RB1 good? Are, are we doing all 250? I'm, well, not I'm just you do the 250 by yourself. No, that's a lot of cards. All right, fine. So uh if you want to end it we can we can cut it here. Oh, I got Seattle wide receiver 1 and wide receiver 3. Uh here. Baltimore Take- RB1. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Okay? Not tonight. What I'm going to do is I'm going to tweet out, I'm going to go go sift, oh. sift through these cards and I'm going to tweet out the best lineup that I think I can make. Given the information we have right now, uh, it might end up having to be a thread because I don't know how many people I'm going to come up with when I'm putting in – what was it, 130 points? 135. 135 points. So, oh, no, someone said there is a maximum. Maximum of two QBs, eight running backs, eight wide receivers, two defenses, two kickers, and three defense and kicker. Pull up Josh Foster's comment. Yeah. Josh is grinding. Yeah. So if you average and then right below them, if your average is 13 and a half points playing a seven point card allows you to play a 20 point card. That is good math there. Let's go back to that roster construction. So I'm going to go through this and I'm going to build this. I'm going to build the best team. And then I'm going to make sure after I build the best team that it stays within our 135 point limit of two QBs, eight running backs, eight wide receivers, two defenses, two kickers, three defenses and kickers. I'm going to do a poll. Um, I'm going to have you guys rate it. So be on the lookout for this. Going to do ABCD or, you know, A B C, D, F. I don't, I think you can only do four options. So F may not be an option. Uh, and then I'm going to ask you guys to let me know how I did. And then you guys can rate my pack. Not just, not just based upon what we looked at here, but based upon the roster that I come up with. I mean, it'll include the other two promo packs just cause they're there. Um, so all 260 cards that I have, cause I'm not gonna open any other packs and then we'll see what, what the crowd says. How's that sound?
0: I love it. That's a great idea. Get the engagement.
1: All uh, right, whatever whatever got stuck in my throat is still there and coming back. So I'm gonna go back to uh, stream and uh, hopefully this tweet goes out before I die. Uh, but if not, it's been a pleasure. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, if you don't hear from Tom soon, just you know, bug him at Danny Wing on Twitter. He can hey, get your done.
0: packs that you're owed. <laughs> we we do. Oh, I'm I'm down to one left to not to send, uh, and I'm hunting, hunting the hunting this person down in uh, on Twitter. So we're good.
1: All right, awesome. Well, uh, all right. So I'm just gonna say before I let Tom talk us through the exit that thank you all so much. This was a blast. I think this was the best show we've had most engagement. Um, we had a lot of fun, a lot of great new faces here. Would love to have you subscribe and join us in the future. And if there are topics, I mean, for the guys who, who know wax and not football, let us know what wax topics you want to talk about for the guys who know football and not wax, same thing. Uh, and for everyone else, yeah, just, you know, follow, follow us on Twitter, subscribe, let us know what you want to talk about. We, we just, we're just here to have fun and hopefully help you guys learn a little bit and make a little bit of money in, in wax world.
0: Oh, well, in that case, there we go. Uh, Thank you all. Just, Jacob, you landed the plane perfectly. Bye, everybody. I'll talk to you later.